season four, Ray. Season four, we are we are rolling into it here. A couple episodes in probably by now. Maybe. Maybe, maybe this is the first one. Season four. Welcome back. Cuatro. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I can't say season in Spanish. Yeah, sorry. I want to learn Spanish. I do. I say this a lot, and then I never actually go much further in the Duolingo besides, like, two or three lessons. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, I got it. I'm getting the hang of it. I'm going to keep doing this. It'll be good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always get to where you're making Duolingo sad. <laughs> the <laughs> like, little owl is Screw off. I'm sad. Yeah, come on. I'm trying. No, it's, uh, it's really our, our job to, 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 to learn those languages. Yeah, Everybody. I just, yeah. I tried, sp- I'm, I'm struggling with English, A. Sure. And we're going to get to that. I feel like ours is a complicated one. I know Mark Twain said that German was like three languages and a trench coat, um, but I, I would certainly apply that to English. We're several languages just wrapped up in a trench coat. I'm trying to sneak into the movies, you know? Okay, but... <laughs> 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 So anyhow, season four, all because I said quattro. Yeah, 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 and it, and it, it's going to be great. We have um, a bunch of new listener mail, but you guys are always uh, encouraged to send even more. Yeah, thoughts, feelings, concerns, as we like to say, comments, criticisms, comments, criticisms. You know, relevant criticisms are you know are best, but uh, yeah, I'll take them we're, all. We're pretty good at tangents. Yeah, you know. Just saying. If you want to vent something, let us know. Yeah. Vent, vent to us. <laughs> let it let it be known. Yeah. So hey. Hey. The category is I thought you were gonna say something. Misgivings. I don't know what I is don't, the category. I, I, uh, it's I, like uh, I don't have one. All right. So we don't have one, maybe. No, we don't specifically. Um maybe by the end of the episode I'll think of one. That's gonna be but outstanding. I, I don't no, because oh, we could. Oh, I got you. You ready? Yeah. Do the do the, do the thing again. The category is directions. Directions. <laughs> <laughs> it left me a little. Uh, yeah, I'm we're just kind of here with. We're that. just gonna use that, and we're gonna say that's the one, and then we'll go. We'll go with it. No, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> directions. Yeah. So what? What's your your direction? Well, check it out. My direction yeah. is down to the wire. Oh, down to the wire. Yes. Nice. Breaking Bad or <laughs> The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> so, down to the wire. Yeah, down to the wire. Okay. Yeah, and let me, let me talk to you about that a second. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I'll just read one of these little examples that I dug up. Yeah. Uh, the idiom down to the wire means waiting until the last minute to do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went partying yesterday and forgot that I'm supposed to submit my paper tomorrow. It's going to be down to the wire, and I'll have to pull an all nighter to finish it on time now. Yeah. So there's a use of it. Right, down to the wire. We've never been down to the wire with a whole nine <laughs> yards research. We're pretty buttoned up. No, we are, we're completely buttoned. Up and down. Wires, um, buttons. Wires, whatever it takes. Yeah. yeah. So ideas have been postulated by the many. Yeah. Some might be these. A telegraph line okay. for the results of late finishing sports events. 
Okay, like they were getting updates. Here's Walter Winchell with all the news. Yeah. And then enemy's outermost defenses in trench warfare. That I don't understand. Are they like maybe a tripwire or perhaps like a barbed wire? Oh, outermost defenses, yeah. Right? Yes. And then here's another. Arrestor hook, which apparently aces could often stop before reaching on early aircraft carriers. You know when you land the aircraft carrier and you're dragging a hook and then it snags a wire? That's how they stop those planes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh But they're saying that good pilots, maybe back in the propeller days, could stop without needing those. And okay. and if you needed it, you were down to the wire. Hmm. Okay. And still yet another. Oh. And and I've done this plenty. I don't I don't know, you're you're more responsible than me. You probably haven't done this. But, you know, I've ridden my tires down to where you could see oh. you know, the metal yeah, through the there. Mesh. That, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Steel belted radials. Well, I just go down. I'm like, they still got the steel belts. Let's keep going. <laughs> There's some tread in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't call that wire. I call it threadbare or something, you know? Yeah, right. It's exactly. Uh, but someone uh, put that one forward as an idea. All right. I say thanks for the idea. Yeah, it's a, that's a certainly an idea. Yeah. There's also this idea of under the wire, or, or a thing people say similarly, but do you, do you use under the wire? Under well, we wire. just got in there under the wire. I've definitely heard it. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll toss that into the, the yes, under the wire. Yeah. Un- under the wire. Down to the wire, under the wire. We just got in there under the wire. Yeah, sure. Right, but is there a difference? Is the idiom to you different under the wire, down to the wire? Very similar. They are, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels different, but... When you parse it out? Right. Your meaning before the deadline. I mean, kind of essentially, right? Yeah, like the last minute kind right. of thing. Yeah. Well, it's good that you say that. Okay. Because, you know, there's no point to beat around the bush in many instances here. This comes from horse racing. Horse racing? Yeah, and for a while, I was a little confused about where this wire might have been. Yeah. Because you've seen people racing where there's a tape and then the the leading person in the race kind of like sticks out their chest as far as they can to try to hit that tape first, right? I got the, broke the tape, I'm I'm the winner. Right. So I'm thinking, did they put a wire there? And why would they put a wire there? They're going to hurt these horses. They would hurt the horses, yeah. But they didn't put a wire there that's good they put a wire up over top of the track and then seated up over them right on the wire line where it was the uh, judging panel and so they could look down this wire and see which horse crossed it first so to speak okay like in i like to watch the american football you know and they have this rule where if that football breaks the plane of the goal line it's a touchdown doesn't matter the knees yeah i mean if the knees down before it breaks the plane it's not a touchdown but the body doesn't have to be across the the person just has to get the nose of the football yeah but you'll see cameras play it back from five different angles and it's still confusing because of you know spatial multi-dimensional parallax we've got the two eyes you can't tell 
you need the camera that's right on the goal line. That's the only way you're going to know. Right, right on that line. And all the other cameras, they show you what they saw, but it's distorted. Yeah. So they'd put this wire above the horses right on the finish line, and then a guy would sit right on it, like above it. So he couldn't uh, be blinking or anything. He had to (laughs) see when that horse crossed. That's those weird, like, eye holder open things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because, of course, now they do a photo finisher or a high-res video finish, and and it can be sure, uh, probably... Well, even if they used like a, a light beam, it wouldn't help because they would go, somebody crossed. They wouldn't know who crossed. Right. They're like, some, someone broke this beam. Yeah. Who, who was it? Ah, crap. We didn't do that. So they had to have the photo. Then yes. back in the day, you'd have a guy trying to take a picture right when they crossed, but then it, it'd take him eight hours to go develop the film. So he was useless. Yeah. And what's your shutter speed for a horse race? I know. Yeah. So, so that. But you're not saying the guy is, like, on the wire. No, I'm saying he's up in the stands. Yeah, but, like, uh, uh, with the wire the, in front the of The wire's, him. you know, strapped across two poles, Yeah, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Higher than all the horses by far. Mm-hmm. And then he's seated above that, right on, right situated right on it. Yeah, you know? right with it. So you can look down and see. Right, straight across with no distortions. Yeah. Whose nose crosses that? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now, this is a funny thing, though. This one is cut and dried, but it is less so. Uh, This first use, 1889, uh, and I I haven't heard anyone say it, because, you know, I I keep saying the the lockdown made me dig in and read some Hemingway. Yeah. And I wanted to buy originals, but, I mean, first pressings were expensive, so I got kind of like second pressings on everything. And I was able to get pretty good deals. And they're all from this publisher, I pronounce Scribner. S-C-R-I-B-N-E-R. Scribner. Could be Scribner. Could be Scribner, but I always say if it's Scribner, it should be two Bs. One, oh, I see, there's an N, huh? That's a concept. It's a name of a publisher, though, you're saying. Yeah. So it could be anything, if it's a proper name. It could be anything. Yeah. I'm just saying it could be Scribner, as you're saying. Or Scribner. Right. So somebody who knows, tell us. Yeah. But apparently, before they uh, were publishing Hemingway, there was a long history in the 19th century of Scribner's or Scribner's magazine. So this appeared in Scribner's, Scribner's magazine. <laughs> That's not going to get old. 1889. Uh, how the Derby was won. Yeah. At the end of the stand was reached time arch, worked up to Petrel, and the two raced down to the wire. And this is the first use of it in print. Yeah. Although that's not an idiom use, that's a literal use. Literal use. use. And, they're, and they're, they are talking about horse racing. Not yes. Just, not just people racing. Gotcha. But 1889, that is. However, in the Southern Argus... This is Australian, June 1884, five years earlier. Okay. There's this little ditty. Now, there's speculation. Some people speculate that there's no speculation and that it is obvious (laughs) that this journalist was a sports commentator or analyst who was put in charge of critiquing 
a choir concert and was unhappy about it. Okay. And since it's Australia, even though it's 1884, I go, yeah, they're, they're a prickly lot. So maybe this is possible. Yeah. You got me on the arts and entertainment. I'm a sports beat guy. Yeah. So <laughs> he critiques it as follows. The first event on the program was a chorus for all ages with some 20 entries, all of whom came to the post. They got a rather bad start. Soprano running away with the lead. <laughs> Contralto second, tenor third, basso fourth, at least nice. 20 lengths behind. <laughs> At the quarter, there was no particular change, but going down the back stretch, all closed up. And there was a terrific race around the turn and down to the wire. Soprano staying the longest and winning by a neck amidst uproarious applause. I didn't do Australian accent. No, you did. That would have been really you, tough. You did a nice job, though. There was still some Walter Winchell in there. 1884, this appeared, so... Uh, maybe our friend, our writers who work at Scribner's subscribed to the Southern Argus and back in 1884, it took five years to get your subscription mailed to the United States. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they read mm -hmm. it and said, hey, down to the wire, I'm going to use that. That's something. That's not nothing. That's some kind of thing. I, uh... And lastly, uh, there's this other little bit that goes along with it that is wire to wire which is confusing, and I don't use it. Have you heard this? Wire to wire? Yeah. It would be used to say, um, like from the very beginning of a thing, like we worked from wire to wire, like all day long, nonstop, you might use it like that. I, I have not heard that. Nor I, but yeah. they contend that we should have, and yeah. that we've not been listening. Oh, I mean, it's certainly possible. Often placed, here's one, but there was a wire apparently also often placed at the starting gate with also a judge to call back or dispute any false starts so the judge could see if anyone got out of the gate before they before the gun or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that wire was there and so it was from that wire that, to the finish wire gotcha, yeah. was your wire to wire say wire again wire sure i mean i guess that right that checks out in a logical sense. Yeah. From this wire to that yeah, wire. wire. <laughs> the commander said, don't worry, I don't have the authority to kill you today. Which was positive for that day anyway. In 1993, Chris Moon was captured by the Khmer Rouge while clearing landmines in Cambodia. With survival probability low, Chris was brought in front of the boss. He was just given a local nickname, Mr. Clever. Hi, I'm Steve Windus, host of the Batting the Breeze podcast. I'd love you to check out how Chris survived, along with some other great human stories at battingthebreeze.com. Hopefully see you there. <laughs> so that's down to the wire. Huh. It comes from that. It's uh, undisputable, really. Undisputable? I yeah. was picturing... Or a, indisputable. I mean, I guess the Monty Python got it from them, but I was picturing the Monty Python choir like a thing sports announcer choir thing that was that was amusing yeah. australian guy that australian was, was guy theoretically uh displeased with his assignment <laughs> thought he'd have some fun with it i mean talk about making lemonade right he made it just enjoy and this is what you do this is 1884 he's dead his kids are dead yeah no matter no yeah. matter how funny he was no he's long dead uh well if 
if uh, if anyone knows if it's Scribner or Scribner, <laughs> uh, feel free to write in. Yeah, or or type in. Type in, or if uh, you know you have phrases or words or things you'd like to hear or say, feel free to feel free to type in as well. Picking up words and phrases and clauses, where would they do this? They would do this at Whole Nine Yards Pod on the Twitter. Instagram and a uh, user on Reddit. And then the whole nine yards podcast is on, on the Facebook. On the Facebook, yeah. Don't we, I feel like we have a new one now. What's the new one? The new one. No, we don't. I, I just don't made that up. Remember. We're not on Twitch. No, not yet. <laughs> We're not on Twitch. <laughs> we could stream our, our shenanigans. I don't know if, uh, write in and let us know if you'd want to see our weird faces. I yeah. mean, not, I don't want to disparage your face. No, you can disparage all you want. The um, <laughs> the tr- the tricky thing there, yeah. And I think about it sometimes. The tricky thing would be editing that simultaneous right. with the audio. I don't know how people do that. Uh, I mean, we could let the video one go out with no edits. That could be a mess. Oof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd have to uh, do some extra boning on that episode. Whew. If we ever if we ever choose to do a live, but uh, yeah, feel free to send us some thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. Allswell believes in the power of a good night's sleep for all. Their products feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support without deflating your wallet. Combining the best of both worlds, the Allswell features hybrid mattress technology with memory foam and individually wrapped coils. For a winning blend of comfort and support, follow the link in the show notes for financing as low as 0%, a 100-night risk-free trial, free shipping and returns, and a 10-year limited warranty. Designed to make good sleep accessible to all. Real luxury, unreal prices. Allswellhome.com. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at bigsciencemusic.com. That's bigsciencemusic.com. Quattro es Tachiano. I probably butchered that. Season? Yeah. I mean, that's not nice. Well, I, I mean, the- I got Quattro pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got the first one. We're working on the rest. Yeah, I'm that trying. Is, That's the important that part. That is the important part. And as long as we try to better ourselves, we are technically human beings. Mm. And uh, doing okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. So what have you? I have turned the tables oh. on this episode. Yeah. The tables have been turned. No, yeah. Uh, see directions. Because it it's your turn now. Right, it's my turn. Reverse one's position relative to someone else, especially by turning a position of disadvantage into one of advantage. Is is a good one. I no, I gotcha. It is very popular due to a modern television show to say how the turntables, which uh, is from, I believe, The Office of the American version, which I have not watched because I don't 
usually watch sitcoms. It's really big among the Gen Z. Huge. People love the show, and I'm not saying it's not a good show. I don't know. I love awkward things. I love, oh, yeah. I it, love living in those moments. I just haven't watched it. And for no other reason than I just haven't watched it. Uh, but How the Turntables. And is, you love that Rain guy. I do. He's funny. And they, he's in there. I know. I, I, I do enjoy him. And his, oh, yeah. his character's funny. I, I enjoy the clips that I see and the memes that I see. They're funny. Uh, but I've never like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and watch a show. At some point, you feel like you can't, you know? I thought that about Breaking Bad. I waited 14 and a half years before yeah. I watched that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. But I mean, uh, you know, you got Rain Wilson in uh, Six Feet Under. Uh, yeah, it was awkward and good. Sure. I mean, it's great. I, I just, I have to watch it. I, I mean, I, it's on, like, I say to people, oh, I, I want to watch it. But clearly, I don't watch it. So clearly. Anyway. Turn the tables. <laughs> um, our first figurative use of uh, of this fine phrase is uh, in print back in the 1630s. No, it was not. 1634. Yeah. Yeah. Whosoever thou art that dost another wrong, do but turn the tables. Imagine thy neighbor will now playing thy game and thou his. But yeah, this, this is in sort of an idiom uh, in reference to the idea of, of some kind of comeback, right? You're, you've, you've taken some advantage and you've, you've flipped it on its what have you. Right. Um, but where, where does it come from, obviously? That's what we're here. Do you often play what is known as uh, board games here in America? They're <laughs> <laughs> not known as board games elsewhere in the world. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just, I know we call them board games. I mean, I, I play them less than some people seem to. Sure. But you're familiar with the the words board games, sure, and what they refer to. No, oh, yeah, uh, a lot of people will refer to them as table games. Gaha, yes, um, which uh, I feel like I refer to them as that now because they're different than like a card game or you know perhaps a role playing game or a you know Dungeons and Dragons type of game. These are table games. You need you're playing them on a table, or they're made out of a board. Or they're made out of a board, a, a cardboard, if you will. Well, uh, now cardboard. Oh, right. They would have been, sure, exactly. Carved of, well, you know, fine fine chess sets are often made of wood. Well, I mean, I have that, you know, the early Ouija board. The Ouija you know, board. I have that wooden Ouija yeah, board. that's pretty cool. That was like 1910. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. I'm just saying it's wood. A board, if you like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a game, so it's perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, right, so we play them. On tables, right? Mm-hmm. But this is not a reference to the surface on which you play these games. The table. No. I mean, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not a reference to a physical flat structure with legs that you may play a game atop, if you will. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> but a reference to the actual games themselves. Um, and what I mean by that is... Way long ago, and I'm talking ancient Rome, long ago, mm-hmm. way long ago, there was a game uh, that we, we call now uh, Backgammon. Oh, this comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. Backgammon? Well, there was another game that was similar to... Anyway, go ahead. These, this Backgammon and other uh, similar games played with dice or whatever, die, uh, several, uh, are referred to as tables, uh, but again, not... Not because of the surface, but because back in ancient Rome, uh, backgammon was originally called tabula. 
which is in reference to numbers and math and not, as I keep saying, the flat surface with legs on which you play. <laughs> so we've been calling backgammon tabula for a long time. Tabula. Tabula. Instead of backgammon. It's just an old old name of that. Other so, games similar to backgammon. I guess pre-proto-backgammon, if you will. Yeah, ancient. there's a French word that's tableau. It's uh, like a... I thought that was like a blank canvas or something. I wonder if that's related. Did you come across that? I did not see tableau in my table games research. No. All right, I'm sorry. No, no, you're I'm just please. trying to like this figure is, this out. It's all good. That's why we're here. No, yeah. To learn. Mm. So, yeah, if, if you know, the backgammon game, you know, maybe you were losing. It wasn't going so well for you. You would have to turn your tables uh, if you wanted to win, obviously, figuratively, because you wouldn't physically turn the table. You, you'd have to reverse, you know, the, the opposite player's current winning position uh, in order to change that outcome. You'd have to turn it on them to, to win it, if you will. But turn in the figurative sense, not not physically. Hey, you get up, right? Move this table. I'm sitting where the money is. Right. Not that. <laughs> not, not like a three stoogey kind of look over there as you spin the thing or you turn the you know. You, yeah, you like of, you're playing cards on a lazy susan. Exactly. Or no. Okay. No uh, three card Monty where you shift it around and look over there. I thought for sure it was going to be that. No, it's uh, it really is just in the figurative sense like this really is like we are going to turn as in i'm going to do my best to flip this on you uh flip my losing situation into a winning situation while we play this game called tables you know what i mean yeah it's not super relevant i guess but there's uh like hints of this phrase i came across in uh like dinner parties old school dinner party things that you'd have so, like, if you're, you know, a lot of people at your dinner party, so you don't want to really exclude anyone from the conversation, right? So the host would be kind of in charge of uh, which way they would turn and, and talk to people on both sides. And you could kind of then, you know, after you're like, okay, we, we've heard enough from the people on my left. Let me turn, turn the tables uh, and we'll talk to the people on my right. Ah. You know, yeah. So the, you know, not it's not this was down, around before that, obviously, but uh, but that's a, another way one could look at it. That they uh, the host would turn the tables through the meal for the conversation to kind of include everybody. Get uh, they I, get the opinions, yeah, of the other side of the table. Right, exactly. Yeah, like we've been looking over here to this to this person. Now we're going to talk to that person on the other side. Well, I have a whole other opinion. <laughs> exactly. Dinner parties, you know? Yeah. Right? And those Ooh, conversation man. pits? No, man, yeah. Right? I mean, I always seem to dig myself in. Like, I, I, you know, I, I'll start arguing. I, You know, or debating, uh, let's debating. say, yeah. assertively. Debating. Yeah. More so, I realized, you know, because I wasn't raised up in a uh, polite culture, and so I realized that other people are, although it's a facade, it's still there. And and people seem to have certain rules and I I don't yeah. seem to know them. So I'm just well, we're talking, let's talk. Right. But then uh, then I've gone and offended somebody. That was like from my side of the table, you know. Those rules are uh they're foolish. 
I got to be honest. Well, I, I think as long as you don't let it turn into fighting and stuff, then they are foolish. But, but I mean, people don't seem to really say what they're actually thinking. And then, and then to me, I'm like, well, then why are we talking? Right. If we're all, yeah, I don't think you respect me. If we're not anyway, I've really backed. <laughs> wow. No, you're good. Yeah. No. I think we're talking about conversation pits, which is the same thing. I'm, I'm, I love uh, conversations. I like heated ones. I like ideas exchanges <laughs> like, this, is, this is how i think what do you think and i'll tell you why you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but but it's got to be more the gamey thing it is the 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 turning the tables at the dinner party is just a a more relevant perhaps newer usage of an old phrase even though we say turn the tables and we uh still you know we're not referencing it. It's odd because it does come into play in a uh, contest sort of way. You know, like I'm turning the tables on this situation, meaning I'm going to win this situation. Not thinking like, oh, it, it literally relates to board games, not someone physically turning a table and saying, like, you have all this stuff on your side of the table. I have, you know, little less. I'm going to turn the table around. It's more like, a, nah, I'm going to change this game. By winning. Yeah, by winning. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh old school backgammon and games of the of the like, table games. Very nice. Yeah. Turning the table. Turning those tables <laughs> in a direction uh like the theme suggests. What? <laughs> the th- the our umbrella. Directions. Oh yeah, directions. Right? A down and a turn. Yeah, that's, I forgot that. The directions. Already, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well that's something. It is. Have you any listener thoughts? You know what? I do have a listener thought here. Let me call it up. All right. This is, you know, you heard my Spanish version of seasonal or season early. -er. Yes. So this one harkens back to a show that we did that was called uh, Nonsense. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, a writer, I think we'll call her Anne. Maybe it's Anne. And not give away all her stuff there. Yeah, I think that's that's polite. Uh, says, <laughs> just heard this. She was talking about all right. Um, nonsense. Yeah, the nonsense show, and the word uh, malarkey, which was uh-huh. my word. Yeah, you had malarkey. And uh, just heard this and enjoyed it. It was jarring, however. To hear your pronunciation. <laughs> nice. I like where this is headed already. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Of Aloysius. Oh. Of Thomas Aloysius Dorgan. Yeah. It is pronounced Al O Wish Us. Okay. It is my great grandfather's and several cousins' name. And I'm, I'm really sorry, an adult. <laughs> So I do my best, uh, not always good enough. Um, Let's take a listen to what I said there. This guy's name is Thomas Aloysius Dorgan. Okay. That's a name there. Aloysius. Yeah. But his his initials spell Tad, so I would just go by Tad. Tad, yeah, I'm Tad. So uh, Aloysius... So Anne, you know, her skin yeah, she, crawled. She was crying. Yeah, rightfully so. At the, at the speaker. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, some I get. And that, you know, there's that, there's that guy, a- Astronophony. <laughs> Aristophanes. Aristophanes. Yeah. That one, I, I just, yeah. I don't. Just when I see it in print, it just looks like another language to me. I can't sound it out. But uh, it's a Cyrillic alphabet now. I can't. I can't make it out. Yeah, but Aloysius, <laughs> I I crushed it. And you kind of not your fault. This guy's name is Thomas Aloysius Dorgan. Okay, that's a name. Wow, there. Aloysius. Yeah, <laughs> but is it, his initials spelled? It's. I'm so far off. That you can't even I can't help even me. find it. Like, I don't, you don't even hear go. what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I just go with it. it well, because you you had no. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I wasn't even near something. I can't. There's no. There's a red line under there, but I've got no suggestions because you're so far off. Yeah. I can't. I can't find what it's word. It's not like when I struggle with Aristophany. Hey, you got it. Yeah, you just said it. <laughs> Uh, you can hear my struggle and know where I'm going. Allo, Allo voices. You were just like, oh, that's something. That's a weird name, I yeah. guess. Whew. Oh man. So sorry, Ann, but thanks yeah, for writing just definitely. the same and you know correcting us. Yeah, for sure. Me specifically. Uh, so that's fun stuff. That was fun. Uh, and you know what? Uh, all the. The rest of uh, our listeners, there are lots of mistakes I, I make daily to correct. So please, we're not getting enough yeah. letters and cards. We can certainly. We have plenty of <laughs> yeah. things to correct here. So yeah, uh, we've we've told you how to reach us and hope that you do. Yeah. Uh, if you are enjoying season four. Please, uh, you know, mash us uh, five stars on the on the thing. Rating the rating machine. Yeah, the Apple or whatever you're listening whatever. on. Say, yeah. you know, good follow something like that. That helps us. And uh, and thanks a lot. Share us if, if you. That'd be great too if you want. Yeah, you could some, share us with your friends. Sh- share. Yeah, there's plenty of us to go around. There's there's a lot of us to go around. <laughs> So that's another, uh, that's the uh, directions of yeah, the episode. Directions. And I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And we're, we're not, not idioms. idioms. Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at whole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole9yards.org. Whole Nine Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.